It's the Unfiltered Podcast, brought to you by the Rio Olympics. Police are here investigating an explosion at Maracanã Stadium behind me, which is where the opening ceremony will be held. Yep, still a disaster. And Nick Kyrgios. I think, I think the Canadians probably support their athletes a little better than the Australians do, so... I can't speak for What a douche. Yes, it's the Unfiltered Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob Tasker, joined as always by the journalizer, Will McCloy, who, unlike Nick Kyrgios, is not a total douche. Canadians are better fans than Australians. You thought that was a good idea? I'm going to start things off in the roaring, rip-roaring Aussie. Fuck you, Nick Kyrgios. Oh, wow. Wow, strong start, but he deserves it anyway. This is the Unfiltered Podcast. You can get in touch with us. We're on SoundCloud. Just search Unfiltered. We're on iTunes as well. What an honor. Yeah. What an honor. Just search Unfiltered there as well. Unfiltered we are taking AU. off to the legions of three or four listeners that we've got out there. Tens of listeners. Tens of listeners. Tens. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Instagram and Twitter, Unfiltered AU. Get in touch with us. We'll do uh, anything you tell us to do, really. Because Whoa. Yeah, I will. I mean... I will. I have standards. I know you will because I've known you for a long time. Yeah, well. That's anyway. a different podcast for a different network. We have plenty to get through. A lot of topics to hit in the next half hour or so. We'll talk cricket. We'll talk uh, the PGA. How good was that? Jason Day on the chase. Wade Graham's ridiculous coin toss. A uh, bit of netball. Lots of things. We'll hear from a lot of people as well. But first up, our big story. We'll run the sting, buddy. That's so uplifting. Anyway, it's, it's the like- Aussies in Rio. Complete shamozzle. It was a calamity last week. It's it was a shamozzle this week. It was calamitous week. last week and now it's a shamozzle. Yeah, it's worse. A shamozzle is worse than calamity. That is the science, really. And, uh, well, we've just seen a lot of kitty, kitty chiller this week, haven't we? Haven't it's we just, seen a lot of kitty chiller? What's kitty, what's kitty chiller? Kitty chiller. Who's a ki- what's a kitty chiller? That sounds you know, like some sort of... Kitty chiller is a small town in northern New South Wales. I was, un- I was under the impression they'd given out like a record amount of condoms to the athletes going into the athletes' village to avoid them contracting kitty chillers. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. They're actually giving out 42 condoms per athlete. Do you, do you, it comes out every time the Olympics rolls around. That's the number one story that people give a shit about is yeah. the whole, how many condoms can our athletes go through because During you know, a two-week lockup. Okay, period. there's a lot of them that are like 16 and under, so they're not using them. Well, they might be. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of weight well, lifters and if, stuff, if, so they're if not they're getting over through there that many. Fornicating. Let's hope they are using them. Stay safe, kids. Yeah, 100. percent Anyway, there's a lot of people that won't be using them, so that that relies on a lot of other people to really step up with their swordsmanship game yep. and get it done. Yep. Anyway, I and they're of, the true Olympic heroes. They are the true Olympic heroes. In fact, on the condom machines over in Rio, I've seen a picture. I didn't realize they had machines. Yeah, they've got machines. You've got to put in a, you know, a, a, peso. a cent or a real. I think a they real. are. Uh, and it just says on it, celebrate with a condom. God bless them. God bless Brazil. Anyway, Kitty Chiller, furious. Uh, so Kitty Chiller, just to clarify, Kitty, Kitty Chiller is a person yeah. and not a venereal disease. Yeah, yeah, she's the chef de Michon. Um, and she gets the Is Matt Delvedover award. Sounds like the most pretentious title yeah. in the history. It means the it means titles. she's in charge of the mission, and the mission is to get through all the condoms and also to win <laughs> some medals. Uh, but yeah, she gets the Delvedover award for most blanket coverage of someone I hadn't heard of until like two weeks ago. So that's be, happened. That's a bit harsh for Matty Delvedover. Yeah, oh, he was nowhere, and then he was in the it was then he was beating Steph Curry, and then now he's nowhere again. 
No, he's not nowhere, actually. He just got a massive contract and he's awesome, yeah, but yeah, that's he's, not important. He's, he's doing Anyway, he came out of nowhere. Well there's been, the guys. Since we spoke last time, there's been a fire in the basement, uh, but they didn't hear that because the fire alarms have been silenced because that's normal. And while they were outside, they got robbed by some of the firemen who took their Zika defending shirts. So it's that funny, was isn't it? Can be, like, because the Aussies get over there and they're like, this place is shit. We're not staying here. You guys mm. have lost your mind. And then all of a sudden it's, the Aussie hotel that sets on fire. Mm, conspiracy? Eerie, co- mm. eerie coincidence. Eerie coincidence. Eerie coincidence. Um, so there was people just walking around smoking and that's how it started. Uh, but one of the shooters, Warren Poten, he didn't care. He didn't even wake up. They knocked on his door. They rang his phone. He didn't wake up by either of those. So that's very chilled for a guy who fires a gun all day, I thought. Well, shouldn't they have like fire alarms or smoke alarms? No, they were turned off. Oh, they were turned off? They were turned off. That sounds like my kind of town. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was really bad. Anyway, Kitty Chiller was furious. Here's a bit of what she had to say. Uh, we've asked as a minimum standard, obviously, that the fire alarms are unsilenced and put back on. We've also asked that all the rubbish is cleared. We've asked for another reminder to go out to all workers and all volunteers that there is no smoking in this village. And we've also asked, at least for tonight, that we have a guard or some personnel on every floor uh, so that all our athletes and officials who are in the village can sleep safely tonight. That's an odd specification to make that we'll take a guard or someone else. Yeah, anyone. <laughs> Except it doesn't for really matter. Just bring in, bring in, you know, the the burglars that are. Are there out any the mascots not doing anything? I don't know. I think you might have wanted to just stick with guards. guards as a minimum standard, as yeah. a minimum standard, we would like. To have the fire alarms put back on. Did you just on the on like the Aussies are having a hard time over oh, there, right? And time. we heard in the hard opener time. like there's bombs, there's bomb. Well, there's potential bombs in the the stadium just mm. ahead of the. But did you see that the cops held up one of the other athletes at gunpoint when he arrived? The cops held up an athlete. Yeah, guys like in full cop gear oh. rolled an athlete. Really? Yeah. That happened this, to a guy called Jason is, Lee, the jiu-jitsu guy. That was two weeks ago. No, 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 no. Separate, separate to the jiu-jitsu guy. This is a different... This is actual cops rolled this, <laughs> Those this guy. Those pesky military police. Isn't that great? Their, this is the them. best Olympics. And I was so... You, you heard it here last week and you got all upset at me because I was so cynical about the Olympics. But the more this weird, crazy shit starts happening... You're on board. I'm, I'm back. I feel it. I'm You're smiling. A, I'm back in a big way. You should be. I'm back in a big way. Andrew Bogut, not back in a big way at all. He's no, been tweeting and I've been on his hashtag man. today... Uh, he's been using the hashtag IOC Luxury Lodging, and here's a few of his tweets I'm just going to read out. Um, putting together a shower curtain so he can shower and not flood the place. And there was a picture of him putting a shower curtain together, which looked like a tea towel because he's so massive. Uh, another one was, keep checking in throughout the Olympics for more lovely snaps on behalf of our friends at IOC Luxury Lodging. At IOC Luxury Lodging, we believe a bed is not vital for sleep. Fine-tuned athletes can sleep standing up. And IOC Luxury Lodging will not comment on our delegates' penthouse villas in downtown Rio. He's angry. He's Who, angry. You don't want to he's be the guy. Angry. He's always angry because he's always hurt. Yeah, true. He's angry because he's got a neck beard, and neck bearded people are angry. It's just science as well. I'm going to stand up for the neck bearded people. If you rang Dr. Anymore. Carl and said, the neck bearded people have more anger, he'd be like, well, yeah, yeah pretty much they do. That was a staggeringly good impersonation of That's Dr. actually, Carl. yeah, well, that was a grab of him. That was, yeah. Well, he just ran. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be the guy who has to sit in the room with Andrew Bogut from the from the Australian Olympic team and go, "Complete, can you please stop hanging shit on us, Andrew?" Do you? Yeah, no. Please stop doing that. No. Mm. It's anyway. a big unit, Andrew. Meanwhile, the U.S. Ba- basketball team and the women's basketball team are staying in a luxury liner. Well, like a like a ship. Like a ship, right? It has 196 cabins. It can sleep 400. But it's like a, U, a floating U.S. embassy that they've, they're not dealing with the Athletes' Village. They're just, they've docked it. How are you allowed to do it in the harbour? Well, they're America. They do whatever they want. 
America. America. Anyway, they've got 250 federal officers guarding the boat. It's surrounded by a bulletproof fence, and they've got two patrol boats just going back and forth around the thing to make sure no one swims up to it. And wow. it's like, and then they just deign to get off and set foot on land whilst playing, and then they go back onto their floating luxury. They, are they keeping America it? In, are they keeping it just far enough out that they're in international waters? Because if so, mm. then they're going to need double the condom quota that the other countries have. Mm. All those basketballers gonna... having super tall sex, yeah. extra large, super tall sex, <laughs> or if they're lying down, super long sex. Or it depends really what position they're in. Anyway, um, plenty of... Completely different. Oh, you've moved us on. Yeah, see what I did there? You've moved us see on. See what I did there? I, I segued across through the power of Python. Can I just point out one other thing before we go? No, because you'll ruin the segue. Uh, yeah, I will. But Giselle is going to be in the opening ceremony. Yeah, she's going to get beat up, right? Like she's she's going to get beat up playing the victim in a simulation of assault and, and persecution. Because that's what we like to show to the mm. kids of the world. Mm. You know, you know, it's like when the London Olympic, even when, like when the Sydney ones and the London ones, it was all about like we want to show the best parts of our culture and the best parts of our country. Mm. And Brazil, like, fuck that, we're gonna roll the supermodel. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that in London, can you? God no, Brazil. Do you even have they, supermodels up there? I no. Right. This is this is gonna be the best Olympics ever. We're gonna you roll the, the supermodels. Nothing the whole, you can like, do. Bow and arrow into the cauldron. Psh, who gives a shit? It's gonna be some homeless guy that steals a handbag and just legs it for the. The cauldron and then spontaneously combusts. Really? I hope so. Or maybe she guns him down with an arrow oh, in the back man. and he that'd falls be, into the cauldron. That'd be compelling. Uh, from that from her compelling. makeup case, anyway. Wait, uh, wait, 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 because I jumped the gun earlier. Uh, I apologize. Do it now. I want to do, do it, it now. now. And now for something completely different. Yeah, not paying, not paying a cent of royalties no, no. to Monty Python. That's, for that. a, that's, an, that's another original composition. of. It is, yeah. yeah. We actually came up with that. Yep. I sold that to John Cleese mm -hmm. yep. for a song. Anyway, the cricket loss. We lost by 106 runs. To Sri Lanka, never looked like getting the runs in the fourth innings after 176 from Kusal Mendes, which I think is up there with Kitty Chiller in terms of different types of sexual disease you can get Kusal in Brazil. Mendes leaves a vicious rap. Kusal Mendes, you would know. Uh, he saved the host in their second dig. We've now won one of the past 16 tests on the subcontinent. So why can't we face spin? That is the question. And I asked former test tweaker Gavin Ron Robertson today that exact question is what he had to say yeah for me it's about the pace and we, we struggle because we need everything coming onto us and once it's flighted and we start to lean at it and try to defend we get caught and then we start to get panicked and then we can't get off strike then we feel pressure and this is what happens to us all the time even against spin, uh, swing bowling so our issue is we're so, we're so brought up on pacey decks that once it gets a little bit slow and starts to spin we're in him it's like we're we're flat we're flat track bullies basically. Yeah, to be really honest, you could say that. I I think the other thing is Australia only have to do badly in a four year period. They face Sri Lanka or India and England. They generally do badly, and let's say that's a fifteen week period over four years. They meander their way through those fifteen weeks. They cop the criticism, and within a week or two or a month of that, they're back on a flat fast deck and they're dominant with the types of cricket bats mm. we have today, and they're back on top again. And we go, geez, our team's back in form. It's a blatant fact that we just don't have a technique to work against really good spin bowling. So there you go. There's a bit of Gav Robinson, and he would know he's played four tests, and all of them were on the subcontinent. That's a good point, because isn't that like, that's like the seventh in a row we've lost over there, right? Yeah, one of the last 16. We got 16 LBW shouts in that test match, which just shows you they weren't going forward to the ball. There was no feet movement. I heard Mitchell Marsh at the crease being described by a guy from the ABC as trying to face spin the same way a Clydesdale would try to eat blackberries off a tree. Do you know, I, I, 
I don't know what to say to that, but <laughs> I quite like the fact that because I like Test cricket, but a lot of people, you know, don't like the slow nature mm-hmm. of it. But yep. I loved the fact that you for ninety minutes, two ta- like it was the wicketkeeper and the tail ender were in there. There was like twenty something maiden overs, twenty five point four old mate, overs. Old mate was in for ninety minutes, faced like one hundred and fourteen balls and scored four runs. No, no, that was brilliant. That's what Test Cricket is its that finest. Is, that is what Test Cricket is. That is actually the slowest per 100 balls run rate in in the history of Test Cricket. It was 0.13 of a run. But how embarrassed would you be that your, your partner at the other end who's been in there like a bit longer than you, he's faced, he only faced like 90-odd balls and he got nine. Like That's a doubled, run rate of 0.1. He doubled, he doubled you. That's embarrassing. Mm, those spinners, I was watching him in... Uh, Sandakan, the, the new spinner, he scored 150 wickets in 20 first-class games. I couldn't pick him out of the hand in slow motion watching the camera. Didn't know when he was bowling the Roggen. I don't know how they're screwed. I don't know what they're going to do. do you know, there, there was a time, maybe it's just me, I love cricket, but there was a time when like, I knew everything about every single player on the Australian hmm. cricket team. And like that, yeah, back then it was like it was kind of the one team and they did everything. You know, they all played right. tests and whatever. I don't know a single guy. What do you know that. about John Holland? I don't know who that is. I thought he was a tractor guy. Well, that, that could be... Tractor guy? Well, I, I was mixing up John Deere and then there's one called Holland as well. I'm from yeah. a farm. And so, wait, so John Holland is a cricket player? Yeah, no, he's from Victoria. He's a spinner. He's gone over there to oh, replace Stephen O'Keefe. Oh, he's a Victorian. Yeah, get him up here. I want to buff him. Oh! Anyway, Rod Marsh. Uh, don't want to buff him. He's the chairman of selectors. Uh, he was asked what the answers were. I'm glad we've cleared that up that I don't want to yeah, sleep with Rod Marsh. I think it's good that you get that out there early because <laughs> people are asking. The phones are lighting up. <laughs> if we had Rod's phones, a, they'd be Rod's lighting up. Rod's apparently down for it, Will. <laughs> He's saying, come on down. Normally a sucker for a man with a mo, but it's all good. He'll give uh, you a vicious case of the kitty chin. He has no answers. He has no answers. What else can we do, really? It's, uh, we send them off to India. We send them uh, to other parts of the world where the ball turns. Um, and this is so you know, sad. We play A series in India last year, and they batted well against good spin bowling. Oh, sounds so, old, doesn't it? Gets to a test oh, match, whether it's the extra pressure of it being a test match, whether it's the fact that we uh, just give him a cup of tea and a bicky and well send him back into the members' stand uh, on the subcontinent. Whether that plays on their minds, I'm not sure. Oh, geez, we needed a violin soundtrack for really that. We did. I'll work on that for next oh, time. That was real sad. Anyway, we've got no answers, but we've got to come up with some. Let's hope. Mentally, the, the guys are in the game because they've been given every chance with doctored pitches at home and they got there two weeks early and they went to Chennai and they hired Murali Duran. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Matai Matul at Huron? Yeah, like, couldn't help coaching him. Coaching the team. Couldn't help him. Couldn't help him. They've got no help. They need, they need, mentally, they need a plan. None of them had a plan. They weren't going forward. They weren't moving their feet. They were just stuck on the crease trying to survive. And when you're trying to survive, you're not playing positive cricket. And when you're not playing positive cricket, you're going to get out sooner or later. And you think of all the good players that have gone through, not the Aussie team, but the, the Sri Lanka, you know, Sangakara never won a test match when he was playing for... He never won a test match? Not against Australia in... I don't believe so. In Australia? Like, uh, well, yeah, that's my understanding. Of course. He would have won him at home. You can fact check me if you like. Oh, God, I can't. But I, I read that in a reputable internet... He column. never won an Australian, a test against Australia in that's Australia? My, that's what I... That's my understanding. I believe that. That's my understanding. I believe that. And like all the quality players that they've had, Chimin Navas, mm. the greatest name in... Shaminda. Shaminda Very long, very long. Name. Yeah. 
I keep my teeth in a jar beside the bed. Oh, that's just racist. Peanut butter jars. Mm, jar bread you want for me and Dad? Oh, we could go on. <laughs> we really could. All great players, mm, and great none players. of which... None of whom got runs on the ball. Some of whom don't even exist. That's how bad they are. Sleazy wine bars, that was a good Sleazy one. Sleazy wine bars, I haven't heard that one. Anyway, we, we move on before we get ourselves into more trouble. Yeah, don't want to fall um, down a crack in the pitch. I think it's... Oh, I think his name's... I think it's pronounced Jimmy Walker held on to beat Jason Day. By a shot at uh, rain-affected Bolter's roll Wait, that's, uh, in that's, New Jersey. We've, you've segued. That's golf, right? That's golf. We're oh, moving okay. on to golf. No, I'm good. I'm with you. I'm keeping up. Do you want to do a, no, you no, got I've a got, little sting you no, want to no, do? I've got no golf-related okay, stings. Good. All right, fine. Anyway, fourth first-time major winner this year. So all four majors have been won by uh, maiden major winners. Is, the lowest... Is Jason Day number one in the world? Indeed. Has been for now 19, maybe 20 weeks now. 20, 20 weeks. weeks. Is that good? Well, that's Wait, good. That I mean, Greg like, Norman was number one for like 300 weeks and Tiger Woods was number one for so some like back in That's like back in the day before it was, you know, frowned upon to have prostitutes lick chocolate sauce out of the crack of your ass. I think it's still okay to do that. Tiger bounced back. If he was doing that, if Tiger was doing that and he was single, we'd all be like, well, well, Bravo, sir. sir. Well done. Bravo, sir. Well if, done. If he just owned his freakiness instead of hiding his yeah, freakiness. I'm not cool that he did it when he... He's married, man. Come on. Come on, man. Hey. Hey, Tiger a freak. Tiger a freak. Tiger anyway, a freak. we <laughs> we digress. Um, Jimmy Walker, lowest ranked major winner since Keegan Bradley in 2011. Was, was Jason Day going for back-to-back titles? He was, yeah. He, he won at Whispering Straits. Whispering Straits last year. Not Whispering Eye, Whispering Straits. Is, is this a major? So yeah, like, it's a major, man. Come on, Because it's not the US Masters or the US Open or the British Open. They're the only ones I know of. There's four majors. Oh, so you this just is mentioned the, all of them. I've, well, I missed this one. You're clearly. on a sports ra- like podcast right now. Yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> it's with a deep sense of shame that I, reckon, I ask some well, of these yeah, questions. Well, yeah, I reckon we're, like, we're halfway through episode two. We had yep. decent, a decent like listener yep. amount of people. I don't know, listenership yep. in episode one. And we got halfway through and people were like, this is all right. They've got more grabs and stuff. They've got more production stuff. It's good. Yeah. They put more effort in. And, and then that, you went, and did that! Well, I feel like that's what I bring to the table. Yeah, okay. And it's only through, like I said last week, it's the Netflix binging that kind of brings that production quality to the table. Um, but golf. Yeah, anyway. That's, that's a sport. All right, so we're not going to worry about the actual golf. The golf was great. I enjoyed the golf. I enjoyed the, the end of the fourth round uh, specifically. It was a great chase by Jason Day. Rob wasn't there. He was watching Netflix. So wait, he was winning like right up till the death, right? Jimmy Walker... Yeah. Led wire to wire, which means he led all the way through. Oh. Jason Day pulled within one right show, at the death. That kind of just shows like the skew that you get with like Aussie media, right? Because I was under the impression going into day four or whatever it is, the last day, the final day, mm. that he was in front. Jason Day? Yeah. Yeah, no. No, so he wasn't. But he did make a bit of a charge and obviously we got on him in a big way and then yeah, we all right. got off him again. We, we do we, love a bandwagon. Love a bandwagon. Love a bandwagon. Love a, you're obviously on it because you, you're right across it. Mate, I'm all over it. I, I know all stuff about sports and stuff. All right, so one thing that might interest you because you don't have any interest in golf as a sport, there was a lot of heckling. And you love a heckle. I love a heckle. I love a heckle. A lot of tee shot hecklers and we, we, I've got it's some, getting worse I've got, and worse. I've got some highlight heckles. Can I, roll, right. can I press Yeah, before we do highlight. though, have a listen for, for this. For all the Harambe the Gorilla supporters mm. out there who Just were bringing his death at a Cincinnati Zoo back into the media spotlight, let's have a listen.
my god. Harambe! That is just there was more control. Harambe! That clip went for like four and a half minutes. I right feared don't roll the whole thing. Yeah, well, I just stole it from someone else. Didn't oh, I? Harambe. Yeah. Harambe! Getting the love and support from the... Well, that's a bit late, isn't it? That's a bit of happy Gilmore actually going, like, you'll never make this pot, you jerk! Golf sounds cool when you just listen because the, the, we listen the, to that. the whack of the mm. you know the connection is a lot more impressive than when you when you just listen to it. Well, because when you watch it right, he swings and he hits the thing and you hear it, but then like you can't see shit. Like you can't You're making my goes. heart bleed with all of this discussion. Yeah. He swings and he hits the thing. Yeah. The, oh, the, my God. The ball. Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on to something that you know slightly more about, the NRL. Uh, Monday night football. Controversy. Right? Controversy. The Titans and the Sharks. A draw. 18 all. Stop me from getting a perfect tipping round, which is a bit sad, but is I that, still is won. Is that a fact? Yeah. Although, on footytips.com.au, they give you a point. If you if there's a draw and you've tipped one team or the other, so I did in fact get eight, but I didn't get a perfect round. So I was a bit sad for people who did tip a draw. I, I'll be honest, you lost me a while ago. Oh, you're the fucking worst <laughs> co-host. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, eighteen all. They go to extra time. Yep. There's a coin toss to decide who receives, who kicks off, is and this, what direction you're going. This is in Golden Point. This, this is, is going like into Golden death. Point. Yep. Going into Golden Point. Yep. Ryan James, captain of the Titans, is out there with Wade Graham, captain of the Sharks, and they're going to do a coin toss yep, to decide who goes where and what happens, right? All, all makes sense. And it's important because you, maybe you want to receive the ball first because if you can get up the other end and kick a drop goal, you're going to get first by the chariot winning the whole thing, right? Because it's Golden Point. Yep. So it's important. Wade Graham lied about whether he called heads or tails. Just a straight up year four lie. I didn't say that. I said the other thing. Here's the audio of the ref, Alan Shortle, asking Graham first what he calls, and he says heads, before um, Ryan James says tails, and it's tails, but they both claim it. Right, hey, tails, heads, your call. That's a heads. That's a heads. That's tails. That's tails. What did you call? Tails, tails yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Turn it up. They had to retoss. So turn the, turn the. I can't discuss it. Turn that off. Wow, that's uh, okay. That's some schoolyard shit. Yeah. Like no, that. I said tails. Shut up. Prove it, bro. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. You so face. Did, so wait, did he did he win? The, did the lie work? Did he win? The no, goal? no one won golden point because they got to the end no, of golden no, point. Like, yeah, the second time around they got it again, and then the sharks got so it. So he lied about the coin toss, and, and then he got it. And the referees proving that, that, that there is no god that he. He didn't see or hear what was going on. No. Nah. Wow. There's a lot of stuff going on in the field, but that is like, that is What's some... What's going on in the field? They've stopped that quite a like, lot. Yeah. If, if that's the toss before extra time, haven't they all stopped? Isn't everyone just sitting waiting? Well, there's been a lot of ex, like a lot of excitement in the previous 80 minutes where Alan has been like running around and people are going, Alan, 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 etc. Trying to get his attention and shit. Steve, Steve, Alan, etc. You know, anyway. <laughs> what a joke. Wait for the whole thing in. in this room Wait for it. Is now dumber for having listened to it. Boom. Thanks. I was just yelling at Alan and Steve. Anyway, another big NRL issue. We're going to move on. Tyson Frizzell was handed a week off for touching the referee. He practically just just touched him as he went past. Like I'm just coming past you, dude. This is what's happening. Josh Reynolds, meanwhile, 
trips a guy for the 45th time and gets off. But Tyson Frizzell gets handed a week. He goes to the judiciary, and we're recording this. Um, it's now Tuesday night, so only an hour or two ago, he went to the judiciary, and he was found guilty, so he will take a week off. So and he's, oh, he's gone. He is gone in one of the most ridiculous decisions. So basically, there's zero tolerance at all. Of, 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 of touching, touching the, the referee. So Where did he touch him? Like on the shoulder as he went past him. Just like when he goes he like, to the tribunal, do they pull out a little referee doll? Where did he touch him? Point to where he touched you. <laughs> We're all friends here. Just to show You're us in a where safe he touched place, you, Mr. <laughs> referee. <laughs> just shaking and crying. No one's going to judge you. Here. <laughs> That's very important. He touched me. Tyson touched me. So wait. So what? So he's just literally just giving a yell. You know, yell love tap on the. On the shoulder, like he's just brushed past him. It's the most innocuous, ridiculous thing. And so we've does, seen other people does, get off. How does old mate... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see this Reynolds fellow do mm. whatever he did. He tripped like, a guy. But you go back to like... like um, what's old mate's name? The Cronulla bloke. Um, Fafita? Mm. In the, the state of origin where he ran up from you know 35 away and grabbed the guy from behind and started mm. a headlock. Yeah. How come you, you can get away with that, but you can't get away with a friendly pat on the back? Very good question. Hey. Because he didn't put the ref in a headlock. Imagine. If you touch her, because basically what happened is in junior might, football, you might get more than a week for the ref in a headlock. Kids out there, do not put referees in headlock. Well, we've seen the reason that this has even happened is because there is junior football and other football, non-professional football, where referees have been assaulted and um, other stu- stuff. And so the NRL have gone right zero tolerance. You even they, touch a ref, you even look that, at him funny. And that sixteen-year-old ref got king hit. Yeah, I mean, but that... You know, this is the what would you want to be a referee? Right? Well, exactly. You can't even get a friendly pat on the back for a job no, well done. No, you? they're just like, here you go, buddy. Good on you. I'm just moving out of your road. No worries. One week, bang. Boom. Anyway, dumbest thing ever. And uh, we thought we'd get Brad Fitler's thoughts on the entire thing. Uh, managed to run into him today, and this is what he had to say. Do we have, a, do we have an issue with um, how the NRL is interpreting these things, given Josh Reynolds is off and Tyson Frizzell isn't? Yeah, well, they're two different situations, so they've got to be looked at differently. They're totally different. And the fact is, mostly you need to talk to some fans. Uh, and all the people that have spoke to me since, they're very confused. Uh, and not in comparison of the two incidences, just the fact that um, Tyson Frizzell, they're not really sure why he's in trouble. I'm not really sure why he's in trouble either. I don't. Ridiculous. I, I and it's don't. been upheld. I'm just looking at Twitter right now. There's so many tweets from people that are very well respected in the industry. Um, worst suspension ever, another win for the PC Brigade, another defeat for Common Sense, that's Gerald Middleton. Um, oh, there's so many in here. There's so many angry tweets I can even find them. Why can't there be a fine system just pinging 1500 bucks like the AFL would? What a joke, never thought I'd say it, but there's more common sense in racing than the NRL. Now you look at all the back and oh. forth that was going on in... Because um, I, I, you hear Sturlow have a go... The other no, day, just no. about the the attitude of players and how you know instead of playing they get all everyone wants to go and run their mouth or they want to go and start pushing and shoving mm. and act like they're you know big swinging dick monkey man. Instead of like, why wouldn't you hammer down on that instead of a guy walking past and you know doing nothing at all, just brushing gently and sensually up to the referee? This is retro round we're talking about. It, it, back in the day, I'm all about Fox. You know I me. Mean? I, I support the the home front. How funny is it that the Footy Show was promoting retro round? That's were classic. they? Yeah, that's a see, Rob talking up, f- tweeting about it and stuff, and everyone at Fox is like, you. It was a great result. I like how you're just um, supporting the, the team. Mate, there. I rep my brand. I rep. P.S. Everyone, Rob works for Fox brand. Sports. Mm, rep your brand. Anyway, we move on to another Fox Sports product. 
Is it just though? Didn't get also they Isn't it? it? Also they flicked it. Did Shen- they? Shen- Shen- I don't know. I don't know. Netball! Netball! <laughs> I Can I ask a question? I don't know. Like, netball makes no sense to me. It, that seems to be rather a theme this evening. A netball makes no sense to me. Mm. Why does the, do, you, do you understand netball, the rules yes. and such? Why does the whistle never stop blowing? Mm, well, they've actually tried to introduce... You know, they've got a thing called Fast Five, which is a more free-flowing version of netball. It's a already like pretty little freaking free-flowing. Well, just to try and have less stoppages in terms of the amount of whistle-blowing that goes on because there's a lot. And I I've played how, and it's how hard. Do you, how do you know... Because the guru, the little dude that's running along the sideline and he's usually got his little girlfriend over the other side that's running along with their whistle, it's like constant. Yeah. So how do you know if the whistle's being blown for you or it's just because they're kind of like, hey, check out my whistle. Yeah. I think they just they would determine that every single time they blow it, it's not because it's, hey, check out my whistle, it's because something yeah. actually happened because All they're right. professional You've referees. done a terrible job of justifying the, the excessive use of whistles. No, it, it's I want to ask you another question. <clears throat> I watched, I was, I was at... A, it was right? a gold medal game between Australia and New Zealand. You were there. I was there. And I thought, I mean, if you're in front on the scoreboard, don't you win? But this game kept going and going and going. And like, it was like 67 to 66 and the game didn't end. And okay. It just kept going and going Here's and going. the rules. Do you so want to know what the rule is? How do you freaking win? So the rule I is... I just thought they were confused because no one knew what was going on because there was whistle blowing. There was only much. one person who was confused in that arena and that was you. Basically, oh. they get to extra time <laughs> and they have a certain amount of extra time and then after that, you have to win by two. Why? Because that's the rules. That's dumb. Why? Because if Why you, is it dumb? Because if you win by, if you win by one... It's not no, ping, because the it's way not, netball works is because they change uh, possession and possession... Eight times out of ten, you have possession, you score a goal. So that's right? like so you need to change the game in order to go two ahead if it's equal. So that's like saying, siren. guys, we're going to Golden Point. It's the grand final. We're going to Golden Point, but a field goal is not going to do it. You got to be two points in front. So you, you know what? There is a school of thought in the NRL. Two field goals. There's a school of thought in the NRL that they would like to have that. Stupid. Yeah, but for the NRL, they've got to work all the way up the field, and they don't necessarily do that. They only make forty-five meters. And get back to halfway, and then, ah, oh, you're an idiot. Why, why did we get onto netball? Oh, because you're an idiot. That's yeah. why. Well, anyway, because the Firebirds, the Firebirds beat the Swifts in the grand final on the weekend, second year in a row. Firebirds first to go back to back in the AZ champs. AZ champs only been around for a decade or so, but they're the first to do that. Lead changed 15 times, 69 to 67. It wasn't the end, and that's all well and good, and it's all been covered. But I just want to draw everyone's attention to the most Australian interview in the history of Australia, Shani Leighton afterwards. Have a listen to this. Shani, unbelievable performance by yourself up against one of the most dynamic shooters in the league. How tough is it trying to beat Romelda Aiken? You, you did such a great job. She missed a lot of shots. Oh, look, mate, I just had to get the ones that I could. Um, Romelda's phenomenal. Um, I reckon she's by far the best shooter in the league. She's really hard to stop. And, you know, at the end of the day, Oh, I don't know, mate. It's bloody hurts, but they were the best team by far this year, and um, I, yeah, I hope they enjoy it because they deserve it. Did you think you had it an extra time? Yeah, mate, I did. All right, I always did. do. Yeah, look, uh, we really uh, appreciate you chatting to us. Right, cheers, mate. Oh, mate, 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 they, mate, they miss a golden opportunity because if they had advertised that Charlie Layton had been in Finding Nemo and they'd like all the ads for. The netball grand final with just those seagulls up there. Which mate, 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 
Mate. Oh, God bless her, Shani, one of the greats. One of the That's greats it. on the netball court. So did she um, she she didn't she plays for Sydney. She plays for Sydney. She was marking Ramelda Aiken, who is a huge she, unit like, and scored sixty three goals. But she had eighty nine shots, so that's a really good uh, return for a defender to be able to put her off and make a shoot from so far away so many times. But uh, well, thank you to ABC Radio for that. We just lifted that grab. Um, original composition. <laughs> original composition. Anyway, I just thought that was the most Australian thing ever, and I just love Shani, so we put her in. And now it's time for another little segment we usually finish off with. Is that right, Robert? It is. It is time, my friend, for quickfire. Speaking of original compositions. Dramatic pause. Uh, I feel like I've heard this music somewhere before. Maybe it was on the last episode of the Unfiltered Podcast. Yeah, well, that was the debut of my original composition for quickfire. Um... Manchester United have a new goal scorer. Oh, yeah. Zlatan. 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 Three minutes, 13 seconds it took him to score an overhead bicycle kick type number. Money well spent because he'd be worth a fortune. He will sell many a jersey. What a great inclusion that is. Is Zlatan like the coolest dude that plays football? He's the coolest dude that plays life. Like, if I had to invite five people to dinner, Zlatan would be one of them, but he wouldn't show up. It's one of those things where it's kind of Zlatan would be three and Chuck Norris would be two of them and that would be it. 100%. Did you notice that Zlatan is trying to take over the whole Chuck Norris thing? You know, like Chuck Norris does everything. Yeah. And I noticed people are trying to... They do. They've been doing that. over to Zlatan. Yeah. Maybe European people are doing that. Anyway, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, keep an eye on him. The EPL starts... Uh, in not too long Good He's going to be U. hilarious Good for Man U right Yes Because aren't they Shit house at the moment Yes well no They're not shit house They're they not got, great Not they by got, their standards They've got Jose now though They've got Jose They've got Zlatan That's like the what God's own combination What do you want And they're going to sell Zlatan's 34 or whatever But he's still going to be It's going to be fucking awesome I love Zlatan I'm going to watch them this year Brutal Bob Lawler got knocked the fuck out on the weekend. Brutal did you Bob, see that? yeah, I did within two minutes. Mm. This Tyson, Tyron, Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley. This is we're talking yeah. UFC two hundred one, UFC two hundred one, uh, new welterweight champ. Yeah, Tyron Woodley. He knocks motherfuckers out. Man, he's strong. He's strong. He's fast, but he hasn't fought for like eighteen months. What was so he like, doing? He was he's, taking drugs. Well, he hurt himself, and then like he came back to having a fight, and the guy he was meant to fight um, couldn't make weight. Like, that happens his, a lot. His in kidneys UFC. gave out. Oh, I think it was his kidneys. Oh, the kidneys gave out. That's yeah, he was bad weight cut. Um, so he hadn't fought for so long So no one really knew What he was going to do So he was a massive underdog And then he just goes in And starches old Brutal Bob But Brutal Bob Robbie Lawler Has had so many Like world Just Class fights Like two His last two fights Have been fight of the years Like the one against Rory McDonald Was all time And you remember that and Like at the end of the fourth round They were both bloodied up And beaten And they just stared at each other For a good ten seconds yeah. Once the round ended And they both spat blood In each other At the ground at each other It was fucking amazing So you got to think That the attrition on poor Robbie Lawler had something to do with it. But also, Tyron Woodley looks like Adonis. Man, you get hit by Tyron Woodley, you go out. He is you, a big he's a, he's a tough, tough dude. And he's like, in great fashion, he's called out like the other big names in the sport. He wants a Nick Diaz or a George St. Pierre because they had, on like the post-fight show, they had the number one contender guy there and he asked him straight out, he's like, hey, when are we going to do this? When are we going to fight? And he just was like, man, fuck you. I ain't fighting you. Go, you go fight someone else. I want big money fights. I want to get paid. So, Good on you, Tyron Woodley. Mm, mm, he did. Go get them dollar dollars. New World Away champ. Do we care about Dan Ricciardo coming second again in the Hungary Grand Prix? I just like the fact that everyone freaked out that he drank from his shoe. He drank from his shoe. It's an know. Australian thing. I'd only seen it done once before, which was uh, I've worked in a V8 round, and there's uh, Davey Reynolds, who is a ripping dude. He is an odd cat. But he's an Good odd guy, cat. Though. He's an odd cat. And he drank from his boot, and everyone made a big deal out of it. And he, he was like, yeah, I do it all the time. I was like, I've never seen a person do that in my life. 
Even when Czechoslovakia, I went there and they've got big glass boots you can yeah, drink that's, out. Yeah, but that's like, yeah, you get those ones in Germany as well. Czech Republic, like sorry. The, the, sorry, the, Czech the, Republic. The, Booted yeah. beer. Yeah, the beer boot. Like yeah, okay, but this is where they did a whole Formula One race. Shoe in. that you've been sweating in for two and a half hours. He also was in the uh, afterwards in the press conference, and some guy asked him a question, and he was like, "Top of the morning to you, Graham." And that Graham was, said, "I'm Scottish." That was awkward. And then he ah! he doubled down though. He's like, "You know what? I don't care. I've been waiting all week for you to ask me a yeah. question, so I can throw that line out there, and I'm just committing to Viva it." Scotland. Good on you, Dan Ricardo. <laughs> Swans and GWS possibility they could finish. Top four, maybe an AFL grand final, two Sydney teams playing in no Melbourne. Oh shit, really? Yeah, oh yeah. Has GWS a second. I thought GWS were like kind of meant to be. No, nah, that was oh, like shit. three years ago, man. Catch up. They're now coming second. They're dominating teams. Really? Dominating teams. Dominating wow. teams. That could be huge. So all Sydney grand final. That could go, be. That go over well. The Hawks are very good. They're way ahead. And they'd probably still do it at the MCG, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they would. But wouldn't it be good just to stick one up the Melbournians? If you're living in Melbourne, sorry, we love you too. Please download the why podcast. Why don't you like Melbourne? What's wrong with Melbourne? Well, I just like... I like I, Melbourne. I, I like Melbourne too, but I just like also putting the wind up them sometimes. They like to do it to us. We like to do it to them. Plenty of you love. You just like putting wind up in general. I don't uh, even know what that means, dude. You heard it at the top of the show. Yeah, Nick Kyrgios, mm. total douche. Yeah. So one word answers to an interview like, nah, nah, yeah, nah, I was tired, nah. Canadian fans are better than Aussie fans. That's the only thing you'd be drawn on. Yeah. He's and such a someone, someone was like, do you think, you know, 18 double fouls or something, do you think that's Double like, faults, you are killing yeah. it. Oh, do you, God. Do you think that like led to your downfall? And he was like, oh, oh, God, I didn't know I did that. Oh, I really played shit, didn't I? That was pretty bad. It's like, yeah, no shit, Nick Kyrgios. You know he's been playing... Let's end this music. It's freaking me out. That's it's about one. to come to a natural conclusion. Don't force Is it. it. It's Don't gonna be... force it, Will. Don't okay. force it. All right, fine. Just patiently It's freaking await. me out. I'm getting really tense. Just patiently I feel like I have the to say, phone a friend. The end of the quickfire. Is it coming to an end? Oh, look at that. How I did that? That was very good. How I did that? Anyway, Nick Kyrgios is a dick. That's where our conclusion yeah, I think, is. I think that's, yeah. that's a fair So point. we hit Zlatan, we hit Robbie Lawler, we hit Hungary... We hit Swans GWS and we hit Nick Kyrgios and we yeah, made decisions on all of them. That's the completely nonsensical quickfire. Yeah, there's, there's really no... Like, it's just that we it's, don't have that much to say about those things, but we want to mention them. Well, I've got plenty to say, just none of it is really relevant. <laughs> relevant or correct? <laughs> yeah, there's some issues. I feel like you yeah. let down the team in this one. I feel people are going to get in touch with me and say, mm. well, who is that guy? What's he doing? Maybe. I'm here for the common folk. Yeah. I'm a man of the people. You're the, you're the journaliser. That's why you're not wearing any pants and whatnot. That's just... Standard. Yeah, standard. All right, right, that's us though, right? That's us. Yeah, we're done. We're, yeah, we're How done. long did we go for? Uh, that's a solid 38 minutes. 38? That's 38 That's minutes. almost too long. I mean, but to be fair, people would have turned off a good 33 minutes ago. Yeah, so if you're still with us, fuck, fuck yeah. And if you're not, screw you, dude. Yeah. You can't hear me, but screw you. Yep. And you drive yep. home with all of that. Anyway, get in touch with us as I always say. Twitter, unfilteredau. Uh, Instagram, unfilteredau. Facebook is the same as well. Facebook.com uh, unfiltered AU. Very easy. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Just search us up. Uh, share us around. Can I ask Especially a share Rob around. He, I have a he loves it. I have a question. Mm. Don't they have to have already been there to have found this? Yeah, but if they found it on SoundCloud, potentially they could go to YouTube and, and subscribe or the other way around. And if they found us on Instagram, the wonders then, of technology. Oh, you're the, you're, and you're on, you, Rob Tasker, are on Twitter now. Yeah. At Rob Tasker. I haven't tweeted. With two Bs. Rob with two Bs because he just likes to be a little bit different like that. I haven't, I haven't tweeted. I'm not there yet. Can you? You just avoid her. You just like to watch. Mm, mm, All right. Pretty much. All right. That's us. That wraps us up. We'll see you next week. Bye now.